You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world, and that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to the Black Spark. Welcome to the Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. And we are here with the doctors, Henry. We have the wonderful Dr. Jason Henry, amazing chiropractor out in East Point, Georgia. And Dr. Tiffany Henry, who is a... I mean, I don't get an introduction. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I got to do my own. What's up yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you wanted to be introduced as a sex therapist, a psychotherapist, a psychologist. Listen, I do all the things. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a multi-hyphenate. Love it. Ooh, <laughs> a more famous Dr. Henry. Oh, uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm just known by, you know, Laquisha and them. <laughs> Here, hobnobs with the celebrity. She sure does rubbing elbows. I love it. Yeah, Kim and them. Kim and them know me. All right. So I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do you a disservice. I want to make sure I got all the hyphens. So. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're. I am a sex therapist. I'm also um, a psychotherapist. I think more recently, a lot of the work that I do is in media, as a mental health and relationship expert. Love it. Um, outside of private practice, just offering an expert opinion and commentary on um, talk shows and news outlets. Yeah. So the, so the folks know you. That's cool. I mean, they be knowing. <laughs> I mean, I thought they were going to move out here. Dr. Tiffany was doing amazing, amazing oh, work right. out here. And I was like, yay. Right. They're going to move out here. We can go into practice together. It's going to be so amazing. And then. And she still send me like little subliminal texts yep. every once in a while, you know, about California. When y'all moving, it's not raining over here. It's not cold. Yep. My know. heart is in California. Yeah. I love it out there. But, you know, Atlanta is a bit of a mecca in terms of um, television and film. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, the work, there's work here. There is. Oh, so, yeah. So I haven't had, I do, I do still get out there from time to time. Not so much now because of COVID um, and everything has just kind of forced me to do the work that I do in LA virtually. Um, so I'm still doing it, but it's, it's virtual, but you know, I'm hoping that one day outside opens back up. And- <laughs> yeah. So tell us how has the Rona been for you? I know you have one little one. I don't remember how old she is. Well, she just, um, I say just, but uh, into August, she turned six years old. Wow. Uh, so just one six-year-old, and that is enough, I think. <laughs> you know, we enjoy her a lot, but we also enjoy nights like this when she's yes. with my parents. So, so yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. I think that uh, Corona, while it's offered a whole bunch of challenges for folks and really made us all really adjust. It's also been um, a bit of, uh, it's hard to say it's a blessing when you have so much death and destruction that's happened because of it. But I also do think that, you know, you know, and this is me with my therapist hat on, right? That there's a lot of things that have happened as a result of us being in quarantine that had we not been, we wouldn't have been able to focus on it, deal with it, develop it expanded. So lots of ideas have been birthed during this time. 
lots of resistance has been built during this time. Um, lots of awareness has been built during this time. And, you know, it's, it's caused us all to be more awake to things that maybe we just kind of pushed under the rug, under the rug and, and neglected. So gift and a curse, I guess. We have to agree with you. Lots of things yeah. ha we have, like you said, birthed in this time and it's giving us, giving us the chance to just kind of stop. Yes. <laughs> Just, the rent race had to pause. It wasn't it good. Needed. It wasn't good for any of us. And so while as uncomfortable as this is, it's created space. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we, well, those of us who are privileged enough to say so, mm -hmm. have the space to create what we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 How do you feel about it? Well, it's just like, you know, as far as you're concerned, um, you know, like this allowed you to, to kind of, Get your creative juices flowing <laughs> and you you know like renovated you know like our see, backyard i asked him you know? i asked him how he felt about himself <laughs> i asked about... him how he felt about none of the mess that i was doing okay? <laughs> i asked how you were doing how do you feel about it oh well um tell him my business <laughs> <laughs> well no 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 i feel that especially with the you know with the social awareness i think that that has been like the biggest effect of Corona, whereas it's caused people to actually stay at home and look at, you know, what's going on, you know, with the world and, mm -hmm. um, you know, like all the problems. Yeah, exactly. All the problems that, you know, especially just speaking as a, you know, as a black man, you know, as a minority, that's, that's that, that we're, that we're, you know, uh, accustomed to facing. Mm -hmm. um, whereas before it would just kind of just get glossed over. You know, but now since you know you have to focus on that, you know you can really see the injustices of what's going on. We got time, you know? right? Exactly, and um, also I think that um, it's been a really positive sign because you know I've seen more you know young Caucasian men and women out there protesting and you know becoming more aware. And I like I get that in my practice a lot, you know, to where you know like. Like they want to figure out, you know, what they can do to help. And, you know, they understand that they've been privileged to a certain extent and just having those conversations, you know, like it's a start, it's a beginning. What we as people didn't understand, I, I maybe as early voters is how much, and I, and I hope that this message gets out, especially as we approach the November election, how much the smaller elections matter in terms of issues like this. Um, the president can veto a bill um, in terms of like gun violence once it passes through things like the House and the Senate and in and, um, our local courts. And those are the elections that actually directly impact the things that we really do care about on a day-to-day -day basis. So while yes, we do need to get out and vote in this election. It is imperative that we vote in every election and that we um, really do the research on what all of these, these not just the, the people who were voting into office, but there are a lot of little line items. Yeah, the platforms. Mm -hmm. And bills and, um, and funding things that go on the ballot where it'll just have a little number beside it. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Those are things that we're supposed to be learning a little bit more about now. Like we're grown, we grown out here and now we don't have time to tarry. So we need True. to learn 
what we need to learn, figure out what all these things, the little numbers, prop, whatever it is. Yeah, yep. it's true. Prop yourself up. <laughs> open, <laughs> open up that docket, read before you go to the poll. But we just have to make sure that the people that speak for us are in office, no matter which party you're a part of. If you just have to make sure that people speak for you on your behalf. That ain't got nothing to do with sex. Not at all. Or they sex. do. Oh, how you gonna bring how it you gonna around? How you that gonna segue that then? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see that. I wanna see that. So we have our couples um, series. I mm. think y'all might be the last one for a while because we hadn't we hadn't actually talked about sex at all in our couple series, really. Oh, that's right. So, so how long y'all been together? We dated for like five years. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, it's five, baby. It was five years. We dated. You proposed. We were engaged for one year, which made it six. And now we have been married for thirteen years. So we're going on like. 20 solid years of being together, but then like 19, 20 years of being together. So we, we've kicked it for a long time and we really do appreciate, I think the time that we like spent together in terms of like dating, but especially like the getting married to having Sky, because like I said, Sky has just turned six and we've been together for a minute and it, within that minute pre-Sky, we kicked it hard. Oh. <laughs> we had the, we had a great time. That's what's up. We had a really good time. Man, she um, put it in all. And we reminisce about those days, the good old days. <laughs> what's the self care plan that y'all have going on right now, and how is it different um, from before? Well, you looking at it like her parents, my in laws are just like fantastic as far as having sleepovers. Mm. Friday nights, kind of like our date night. I know to where except Rona won't let us be great, right? So exactly. we, can't go <laughs> we don't go nowhere, but we here and that's fine, right? I'm fine, I'm right. fine with that, right? And it's just like our time to just you know be together. Tiff has renovated the uh, the patio. <laughs> you, this is the right. second time you brought that up. <laughs> the second time I was I was about to say you know <laughs> that. Fridays, she normally, weather permitting, goes out there, has a glass of wine, and she chills out on the patio. Yeah, you know, like, what's the problem? You know, yeah, no, but you, I mean, you, you just keep bringing up that I. But that's what you place. did. You renovated the pat, and it looks awesome. Okay, you think the renovation was a form of self care? In order to, it was. Yes, her creative juices were flowing. You know, she had an idea in her mind of what she wanted to do with the backyard. And she, nobody saw my vision. Right. <laughs> she executed it. You know, I mean, I just helped with like the heavy labor and she did 98% of the work. For self-care, um, it's interesting that you bring this up because September was National Self-Care Awareness Month. Mm. And so every day during the month of September, I did a challenge on Instagram, something every day for people to take better care of themselves. And it wasn't always about, you know, necessarily what I did um, during this time, but it really was about helping people to focus on like what, what, whatever it is, what you can do to feel better about yourself, to take better care of yourself. And so what I learned during this quarantine period is like, 
I've learned new things that I like doing, like gardening, um, growing. Baby, tell them about my cucumbers. <laughs> I saw you out there. You had some kind of one one flower, and you were penetrating the other one. And <laughs> I said, "Yes, Miss Sex Therapist, make those flowers do what they do." <laughs> no hand pollination. That's right. Yeah. But um, the thing about it is and, and and I talked about it with my with my designer friend like after the fact and she was like it's an escape room and everybody so for self care like everybody needs an escape room whether you're a man or a woman or a child like everybody in your house needs a space that is theirs that they can go and it doesn't have to be a full room like mine is this outside area. I don't know what I'm going to do in the wintertime because I ain't going to be going outside as much, but it could be a small corner of your house or a small corner of your bedroom where you say, you know what? Ain't nobody else allowed in this corner but me. Don't come over here. My friend has the Michelle Obama reading room. I love it. And I swear it is no more than five square feet. Okay. <laughs> but that is her corner in her bedroom. And she dares any of them kids to come in that space. She dares hers. them. It's hers. Yeah. And so no matter what it is, I feel like we all kind of need, especially because we can't go nowhere. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. So in the meantime, in between time, we have to create spaces for peace. I mean, how have you guys handled like, you know, intimacy during quarantine and pandemic and all that? Yeah, it's up and down. <laughs> it's up and down. Like we passing ships in the night. Sometimes yes. she'll pass out on the couch. Sometimes I'll pass out on the couch. Yes. I'll be like, yo, you should have waken me up. She was like, yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> but I wanted the bed to myself. But she wanted the bed to herself. She's like, yeah, I wanted it, but I wanted the bed more. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then she'd be like, she'd be like, but well, let's get close, let's be close. I'm like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do it. And then we get close, and then we're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's dodging the kids. That was another question. How do we dodge these kids so that like, we can sneak off and have a quickie? And the guy doesn't know how to do quickies. It's always like a situation. Like it's always gonna be. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be worse. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, favorite. listen, if you, you could, know. if you could promise me that this is going to be five to seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's only going to be 10 minutes. Right. Yeah, I got sure. you. Yeah. I got you. It's also the pleasure principle, too. So, like, how do you, how does your partner get off, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's very important to me. And so I'm like, yeah, we got to get this right. <laughs> and so it might take it. It don't happen that often, you know. And when it does happen, you want to make sure, make sure that, right. you know, fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it's just it's been a roller coaster, I guess, along with everything else in the pandemic. It's just been like Oof. it's been a roller coaster. Get in where you fit in. Get in where you fit in. And be trying to fit in. <laughs> so we know that things like domestic violence and mm. divorce and stuff like that has gone up significantly because of coronavirus so sex during rona is that is that like a, a absolute necessity is it something that you have to plan like what how do we how do we manage this during this time it's 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 gonna definitely like you already pointed out it's gonna definitely make or break you you know as far as relationships are concerned you know because you know beforehand if you did have a disagreement worst case scenario is you know you could you could go somewhere and just kind of you know 
mm-hmm. you know, um, get some space or cool out or whatever. All right. You know, well now that, 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 that pretty much can't happen. So whatever problems that you were having to deal with, you know, instead of running away from, you got to deal with it. Yeah, deal you with know? it. So I, I feel like you, you do have to kind of more, more so plan it, you know, just because, you know, you, it's, it's the unknown at this point. You know, like you have like, to plan what? I'm just playing like like being intimacy and like the sex and you everything be else. It? Well, yeah, I think so. You do, you know, yeah. Just because of the fact that you know, like 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 everybody's been placed in this new this new environment, this new stress, this new anxiety. You know, um, like unemployment. You know, finances may not be what you you know what you're used to. Kids are there all the time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're not you know, sure where the light at the end of the tunnel is. Yeah. All these right, right. Well. You know, like, which can cause, you know, like a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. which can cause some, you know, depression, some guilt, some, you know, oh, I can't believe that you. this is not, this is not going on. This is not the way I planned it. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the Married other. to a therapist, So at this point, I don't really feel I don't really feel like being intimate. Okay. But I don't really feel don't. like not us. Okay. I'm oh, just making a just generality. Right. Right. I ain't talking about us. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. You know, so I got all these other issues, you know, my 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 business or my job is down the toilet. And you know, then there's still being intimate time where I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. You know, just because of the fact that I got so much stress and so much anxiety, yeah. I, I, I don't want to. All right. You know, so a lot of that is going on. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here. Once again, <laughs> it's not about us. I'm just, at, I'm just wanting clarification just to make sure. I just want to know how you're feeling. Like, where's the moderator at? For real. All right. <laughs> so you're saying you feel like it needs to be scheduled now because there's too much stress. Yeah, I like like as far as you know, like the spontaneous things and you know things like that. That's you know, I, I think I think that's that's a lot more difficult to do. You may have to plan it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which but in in the long run, you know, that could be a good thing because now it's something that you know, if you do plan it, you kind of look forward to it. That's right. You know, it's something to look forward to. That's how you have to make it maybe work towards your advantage. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, Dr. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> so in terms of like scheduling, scheduling is a very interesting idea. Um, do you guys, and I, I'm just going to ask you, you don't have to answer this, but I'm going to ask you. So if you choose not to answer, I mean, that's on you. This is your podcast. Um, do you guys schedule your lovemaking activity? No, we don't schedule it. We did like briefly for a short um, time mm-hmm. and it worked, it. but we are like procrastinators. Yeah. So like... <laughs> So the thing about scheduling, not everybody has that issue. So while he's like, he's right in terms of addressing a particular type of couple or particular particular type of intimacy issue, for some couples is not the timing piece that's off or it's not necessarily the, all the different things that are going on. So if we were at a different stage in our relationship, right? So if we weren't parents, mm-hmm. If we were um, just kind of both in a different place in our careers and kind of just doing our own thing, our sex life would be very different than maybe it is now where 
you know, he's working full time, budding, you know, amazing practice, new patients all the time. Me doing homeschooling with a six year old, like where we are in our lives dictate kind of what we might need and reinforcements that we might need in our intimacy. So what I talk to couples about a lot of times is that intimacy is not just physical closeness or sex, right? It's physical closeness, but it's also emotional closeness. Mm -hmm. So there are two separate things. And what we tend to um, not think about is the differences in which men and women relate to intimacy and what they need in order to be more, uh, to feel loved and to have more of a um, desire to be more intimate. So in terms of women, women tend to need more emotional closeness in order to be more physically close. Whereas men need the opposite. They need more physical closeness in order to feel emotionally close. So men tend, or women tend to need to kind of talk through it. We need to feel connected to you emotionally. We need to be to feel that vulnerable, that vulnerability with you. And then we want to have more sex with you. Right. Whereas men tend to want to have more of that physical connection. Mm -hmm. That is what makes them feel loved. Mm -hmm. Right? So they feel loved through the physical connection first and then they're all over you. Then they just want to cuddle, then they want to spoon and, and I'm hot and all that, right? So when we start to talk about things like scheduling, that is when we start to see more of a decline. So let's talk about the average couple. The average married couple or couple that has been partnered for some period of time is having sex about once a week. Average, okay? That's average. So average means that some are going to be a little bit higher, a little bit lower, but this is about the average, right? Once a week. If you are having less than if you're having sex less than maybe once a month, and if you've gone several months, let's say six to 12 months without having sex in your relationship, I would venture to say you're probably in a sexless relationship, sexless, um, because you're not having as much, right? Um, in those events, that's when I start to advocate really heavily for scheduling. So and here's, and here's why. Scheduling, um, I don't think that scheduling is bad. I don't think that it's bad at all because anything that is important to you, anything that you want to happen in your, in your life, you schedule. My phone's right here. Anything that I want to remember, I put on a calendar that makes so sense. that it becomes front of mind for you so that you don't forget about it because it is something that is critical and important in your relationship. I've had, I've had couples that come in and they're having sex twice a week and they're like well we feel like we we should be having more sex and i'm like y'all yeah, got kids <laughs> you doing good you have twice a week child where do you find the time you know what i mean so i want to ask a question i think a lot of women are like me in this area where it's hard to turn the brain off to have sex <laughs> like especially now when I'm thinking about, did I submit Tatum's math assignment? That gives Sanai enough time today <laughs> because I was spending time with Tatum and I was spending time with Kyrie and they did their karate and they did their music class and they did this and they did that. And what about the little one? And now Adai wants to have sex. And I'm like, 
but the bathroom's dirty. <laughs> Maybe I'll clean it right after. That's hilarious. What about that overactive brain situation? Okay. So I'm going to give you this, Jim, and, and your, your listeners can look this up, okay? So there is a concept. It is not mine. Um, I don't take credit for it, but it is pretty brilliant. It is a concept called men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti. I know that sounds so weird. I feel I'm like here. I want to be the waffle. Like I know, waffles <laughs> and spaghetti, right? And you're looking at me like I'm crazy too. <laughs> and you guys are a prime example of this. You've already said it, right? Men are very good at compartmentalizing things, just like a waffle. So they can have a bad day. Their car can break down. Um, they can even get fired from their job, okay? They're still gonna wanna have sex. <laughs> One thing does not have to do with the other. Nothing. Women, Nothing. we had a bad day. We got into an argument with this person and now we came home and the dishes ain't clean and there's stuff on the floor. And now you asking me to have sex after all of these things that have happened? Hell no. Exactly. Why I do that? Do you know the day that I have had? <laughs> because they're all connected like spaghetti. They're just all in here. Men don't give a shit. <laughs> they're like, okay. But that happened at 8 a.m. <laughs> that happened at 8 a.m. It's now 8.05 p.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have to think about, um, and this is this goes to and leads into like five love languages stuff. We have to think about where our partner is coming from, right? We have to think about what our partner needs, what they want, and what they what they need in the moment in order to feel less stress and to be more available to us, right? So if your partner is worried about the fact that the house is a freaking mess, right? And I just cannot, I can't think about being intimate with you when I know there are clothes in the dryer, dishes that need to be put up, the house, you know, the bathroom is a mess, the lunches need to be packed. That should tell you as a partner, you know what? let me take some of these things off her plate because then it frees up her mind so that when I do come in with my knees, slide them on in, <laughs> that is not as much of a burden. And then the other thing that we have to understand as, as women is that, you know what? He's not meaning to be insensitive mm -hmm. to the things that I'm concerned about. His brain just does not think about things in the way that I think about them. Mm-hmm. I have to understand that he's not thinking about the 5,000 things that I'm thinking about in this moment. He's only thinking about one thing. He can give a shit about all the other things, really, right? And so it's not a personal attack or him being insensitive to what my needs are. It's just that his mind, his brain, his body works very differently than mine does. I love it. What part do you feel like self-pleasure plays in relationships? What's a healthy place for masturbation in relationships and marriages? Um, well, that can actually, you know, help. And I'm just speaking from a male perspective. If I have a high sex drive, okay, and, you know, my wife or girlfriend or significant other, whoever, you know, is not as high and, you know, she or he is thinking about, you know, other things. 
you know, other than that. Um, and I don't want to burden, okay, I don't want to put on added stress, you know, like, oh, I can't believe this what you want to do. For the record, can we say for the record, I have never I, said that to I, you. I, I, I didn't say that this was I know, about but I, I just feel some kind of way. Why? I don't want the people. I, I, I don't want the people to think I that I've been talking to you like that. I did not I say. I just need you to say that I never said that. Why, Sway? Because, okay, I did because, not say this. Stuff. Because I need the people to know that I'm not saying that to you. I never said but you or anything. Okay, people? this is not about Tiffany, Dr. Tiffany and Jason Henry. <laughs> All right, we got it. America. Okay. okay. This ain't about okay, us. Fine. Go All ahead. right. Go ahead, baby. I would so, piggyback on that too because, like, it, it really depends on the balance. Like, you could you could have masturbation to the point where it's unhealthy, and you can have it where it's healthy. So, like, and and to your point, I would agree that there are ways. So sometimes you see it as a way of unburdening yourself and the partner when you know they're not interested. And other times, people are like, yo, I should probably save this, save this energy because I think I want to, I think I want to, you know, it's on the schedule for another two days from now. <laughs> so, right. Or, or, or if it's something to where, like, you know that that's not going to happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, where, that it's one right, of exactly. Where it's like, she, you know, like he or she, they, they, they just, at, they're just, at, they're, they're just not at that point. It's yeah. not going to so, happen today. Right. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but I want it. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, so you go ahead and do that, you know, that way everybody's happy. So that way you're not, you know, tapping the shoulder and she and he or she is just like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> you gotta go through the process of your own. Right, Hurry up. right, exactly, exactly. So this way, this way, you've, you've handled yourself, okay? And you know he or she is none the wiser. Mm -hmm. All right, that way you oh, know. You every, once again, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's I'm not, not about. No, I know, I know, I know. I was going to ask a separate question, but I want to ask Tiffany. There are a lot of women who feel uncomfortable with masturbating, or mm. they they feel they feel uncomfortable. They feel like they I don't know maybe betrayed their partner by by doing it or what I don't know. I don't know. Or what? their toy is broken and they can't afford to replace it. Those things be expensive. It's, it, it's not in the budget right now. Expensive. Especially that bedroom candy. Yeah. Shout out to bedroom candy. Love bedroom candy. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> um, what are you, What's your advice for women uh, in terms of masturbation? It is the safest sex you will ever have, masturbation. I think that we as women, and especially um, women of color, black women, uh, we have not had the same lessons, I think, from our parents and aunties um, about sexuality, not just sex, but sexuality, which is a whole nother thing. Yep. Um, much of the sex ed education that we have had historically has been don't do it. Okay? Pretty much. That's uh, point blank in the period, right? Don't do it. Um, don't get pregnant. That's that's another one, right? Um, and we don't have the the comprehensive sex education, which talks about things like pleasure, or if you do do it, here's a way to do it and be safe, or these are the types of things that will happen if you 
have sex. And um, these are ways if you desire sex and you don't have a partner, these are ways in which you pleasure yourself. These are things you can utilize. So I think that there is, um, you know, it's definitely something that I would encourage women to explore, especially in a time like a pandemic. <laughs> there is no greater time than to, you know, explore some self-love and masturbation than during a time when you really shouldn't be fooling with nobody else that you don't know, you know? The average male penis does not stay hard that long. Average sex takes about seven to nine minutes. See, see, seven to nine, seven to nine. Okay, <laughs> okay, don't get hung up on the numbers. Wrap I it up. I'd be like, we got my show. <laughs> I would like, hey, can we go another round? <laughs> so when I see someone who says, I've never been able to orgasm, there are two things that I'm thinking. Is it primary or secondary and orgasm, right? So primary means you have never had an orgasm ever and you just, you don't know how it has never happened. It just does not happen for you. Secondary means that it's situational. I've never, I can't have an orgasm with a partner. And the key question that I ask is, are you able to have one by yourself? Are you able to have one with a, with a, with a toy or with your hand, right? Because what that tells me is that the plumbing works, okay? Everything works that needs to work. But something is going on with that partner that's causing it not to happen. That doesn't mean that the partner doesn't know what is what they're doing. It may mean that you are very in tune to toys and the toy is getting you off, but you're not able to communicate and articulate to your partner how to do the same thing. The other thing that I think that toys, the, and this is part of the bad rap that I think toys get at times is that we become, individuals become men and women uh, become very reliant on toys mm -hmm. in terms of getting them off. And quite frankly, there are things that a toy can do that the human body cannot, right? And so if you solely rely on a toy as opposed to your hands, right? If you solely rely on a toy to get you off, then it is going to be kind of a rude awakening if you try and transition that, right? Because a penis is not going to roll around in a 360 it doesn't have pearls in it it's not going to do all the things it's not going to curve you know expertly to um the g-spot but you need to know you need to know how to talk to your partner about when he's hitting the right spot you know what i mean you need to know how to articulate that um and those are just communication skills snaps snap thank you for all the wonderful advice we can tell y'all been together we still together, still together. <laughs> that's all for that married to a therapist okay real oh my goodness well tell the people where they can find you both on so doc j 1911 oh yeah that one. on instagram oh. henry wellness center mm -hmm. and at henry wellness, wellness center, center on instagram is open for business mm, I'm open and tomorrow. accepting new patients. For me, um, you can find me at drtiffany.com, D-R-T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E, not a Y, uh, <laughs> .com. Um, also at Dr. Tiffany TV on Instagram. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Spark it up, yeah. Spark it up. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast.
And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.